listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikert Woolen Clan of the Boon Wurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello there. Hi. 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 I have got something to talk to you about. I'm glad because we're doing a podcast. So that would be concerning. Before we even start today's episode, (laughs) before we talk about anything else, I have to share. Yeah. So last week you messaged me and you were like, I just pulled the thickest black hair from my boob. Yeah. Like underneath your nipple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like... Did you? Yeah. And then I looked down at my, don't look at them very much, my nipple, and I had four brown, yeah. dark brown hairs yeah. coming out, but not only on one, just uh, on the right one. Yeah, see, I had probably <laughs> like two on one and then like six on the other. I don't know what it is, what's going on. And I just was like, oh, how long have they been there for? And it yeah. just makes me think I have this hair that grows on my chin. Yeah. And it's just one. Yeah. And I don't see it. And then all of a sudden. You notice like, it. It's always like, in the car too. It's when you can see it. It makes me think of yeah. the scene in Bridesmaids where yeah. she is, I can't remember the actress name, the blonde actress, the, the funny friend, when she's impersonating the balls. Like yeah. what balls look oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they just pop out. I'm like, yeah. that. that is what I feel like yeah. my chin hair does. And also now these nipple hairs. Mm. Yeah, mine like, have just gotten darker too. Mine started as – actually, to be fair, there was probably like two or three that were like jet black. And like this is new, jet right? Black. They've oh, been dark good. brown. But then the other day, <laughs> like full jet black, I honestly thought I'd had – even darker than my eyelashes, but at first I thought like an eyelash had like fallen down and was just like randomly sticking up, and then I was like, "Oh, it's attached. The root is attached." <laughs> but yeah, my I'm probably way thicker than my eyelash. Did to be it honest. have a long root? No, but it was like one of them had like two out of one. Yeah, like this. <laughs> um, but it was yeah. It is. It just makes me think like because I'm the same. Maybe I don't check out my nipples every single day, but it just makes me feel like do they grow overnight? Do they just appear? Because why do we notice them sometimes and then other times there's nothing there? It is a mystery. (laughs) A mystery. Anyway, I just had to share that because, I mean, if anyone else, obviously, if you have nipple hair, you want to leave it, leave it. I pluck them out. Oh, yeah. But I just, it just was like, oh. Yeah. It's almost satisfying. (laughs) I know, it is. When there's just a few dark hairs, like, cool. It is. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, now, before we've gone from nipples to Black Friday. Yeah. Before we get into, before the, podcast. We get into the podcast, <laughs> it is Black Friday. It is Black Friday well, it's not today. No, it's this week. week. And it, we all know there's no. Remember the day where it was Black just twenty four hours. Just Black Friday. Yeah. You, now it's like it feels they, like that was like ten like, years ago. September. Let's start. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> but as a part of Black Friday, we have absolutely got a sale for you and it's 50% off your first month with Kick. So that's 30 days of feeling good for just 30 cents a day Yeah, when you break got, it down. Exactly. Yeah. And especially if you're looking for, which we have, we're both been the heck out of routine. The heck out of routine. The that's a great way to put routine. it. And so we are both yeah. 
starting. Reigniting. Reigniting. Our routine. Exactly right. Yeah. And so if you wanted to, I'm going to reignite with the run program. I'm mm-hmm. going to restart the run program because I have had an injury. Had an injury. Yes. Everyone that finished Kick Run Club, well done. Yeah. If you didn't or maybe you got halfway or whatever, you maybe had an injury like me or you didn't do it and now you decided you want to start running like in November, yeah. amazing, yeah. you can join. I'm going to do it. So I'm going to sh- like share my journey on on my story. So if you are looking for some extra motivation to start your running journey or you're going to do, what are you going to do? I'm going to get back into my lift program that amazing. I never finished, but I'm going to do, I'm going to try and commit to two sessions a week as well. And with our lift program, you can choose between one and five days a week. So whatever works for you. But if you are interested in getting back into the gym and feeling confident around gym equipment, please join me and you can join the lift program from wherever you are and do it together <laughs> and we can do it together and I'm, I'm just so excited I'm <laughs> <laughs> but fine. anyway if you want to join us if you're looking for some extra motivation at the end of the year obviously yeah. the end of the year is the busiest time it really is forget to make time for ourselves to move our bodies but and that important. is what makes us feel good and it is important and so I yeah. need more motivation at this time for you so please, so please, join, please us. join us to help us <laughs> with the motivation and you can it's a good time to start because we have the Black Friday sale which as Steph said is 50% off your first month so less than $10 for a month of kick yeah and that's for new and returning users yeah you want to come back to us if you like let's go it's let's time go. it's time this is if you're listening right now and you thought i just i want to start something this is the sign lawsy steffy schoolies it, do you know what, what schoolies makes me feel what old as <laughs> honestly it just every time schoolies comes around and for yeah. anyone listening our listeners that are outside of australia oh yeah after your exams usually some people I would say quite a lot of people, yes. depending on if they want to, go away for a week with, with a group of friends yeah. and it's called schoolies. Yeah. Where did you go? Did you go to lawn? I went to lawn. Yeah, I yeah because I was, so I was 17, I wasn't 18 yet, and so was um, a lot of my friendship group. So we wanted to go somewhere that like we knew we weren't going to go out because we weren't going to be let in anywhere and none of us really had fake IDs or good fake IDs anyway. So Lawn has a really good setup for anyone that doesn't know. Basically, everyone had their own kind of apartment. And if you were on the bottom floor of these houses, your house was basically open to party. And it wasn't just like our school that was there, obviously, because it was a lot. So our group of friends were there. But then there was people from all different schools. And as I said, you'd kind of just have a drink with your friends. You'd have your pre's. You'd get ready together. And then everyone on the bottom floors just had their doors open and you'd just meet new people. And basically it was just house parties every night. And it was so fun. Like I loved my schoolies. But I have one memory actually. So there was this guy there and he was pretty cute. And I mean, I, I, I was with my ex-partner at the time, so nothing, I wasn't like trying to prompt anything, but he was, <laughs> he was, ago was this? this is, I was, I was 17, <laughs> yeah, 12, yeah, I was 17. Um, but it was just like one of those moments that I was like appreciating getting looked at, you know, yeah. like it was one of those and he was really cute. And anyway, I was a little bit drunk and my friend Martha often would time me to go and do something and <laughs> She'd ask me to go get something and if I didn't want to get it, she'd say, I'll time you and then that would make me go and do it and I'd run and go get something. It's like, It was just this weird thing like, that like we a did. Like puppy dog. Well, it's like what I probably will start to do with Harvey, honestly. But I just found it fun. And in schoolies, she, it was a bit different, but she told me to like run to like the end of the grass and back or something like that. And this guy was looking at me and I ran and it had rained like that day. 
and I slipped on this like t- t- outdoor <laughs> I tile. I you were going to say you're wearing a white t-shirt. No, they no. style running. Absolutely not. It was not a nice moment. I fully slipped. Luckily. It wasn't a, like a horrible moment where I like cracked my head open or anything like that, but I did have a pretty bad fall and I was like trying to hold on the tears. Martha realised like, oh shit, she's did hit she the ground the timer pretty off? hard. Was she like, this is dangerous. But we like, I remember like going around the corner of the house so no one could see us and I just started crying. Like, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Anyway, but that was like this like memory in my head from schoolies was running, thinking this guy was like checking me out (laughs) and then falling like on my ass so fast. Schoolies is a romantic place. I felt (laughs) truly fell in love with someone at schoolies. His name was Josh. He went to a school in Sydney. And by the end of it, we were like, I I I mean, I think, I I imagine, I mean, I definitely wouldn't listen to this, but I think this was, I don't I don't want to. You think it was felt both ways? I think. But we were having conversation it was I'm this is what it, of okay. like he's gonna move to I think he just wanted to get in your pencils no 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 he didn't he mm. was like I no no, no because <laughs> I, I will find Facebook messages after he was like I'm gonna come and do uni in Melbourne so we can like see like we're gonna <laughs> make together. this work oh yeah wow, it was got away. I fully yeah and then I and then I but I ended up going back and I'd, I'd already started talking to my my ex-boyfriend that became my boyfriend yeah, 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 yeah. at the time. But yeah. he was giving, like he was just not talking to me on school. Yet. So yeah. I was like, it, it was a bit, that little romance was fizzled out at that yeah, point. Right. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And then honestly, and it, he was wearing, I remember, they were all wearing budgie smugglers. I was at the Gold Coast, the mm. whole group of them. And they were very muscly and everything anyway. Mm. I was like, oh, my God. But I was fully, fully in love with this person called Josh in, like, in honestly four days. It felt like we were, like, we we just, ex- our relationship just went from zero to 100. And then obviously <laughs> he didn't move to Melbourne and we didn't live happily ever after like we said we would. Oh, that's but funny. I was like, I've met my person. Yeah, like a so- <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's such a fun time. Such a it fun is. time reflect on. Oh, my gosh. And we asked you guys to send us in your schoolies stories. Boy, do I have a story for you. Um, I went to schoolies in 2020. Um, it was about halfway through the week and I thought it would be a genius idea to snorkel half a litre <coughs> of Smirnoff vodka that I had <laughs> left over. Like one of those snorkel things that makes you drink it really fast. Yeah, they go down in seconds. Um, And I was gone. And as we were walking, I rolled my ankle on the curb and I fell out onto the road. And as I fell out onto the road, I got sideswiped or hit by a Red Frogs van. And I went to, I think it was one Thaggy hospital. Um, I had to go. It was a 45-minute drive. Oh, my God, they this is escalating. To, um, convince me to get into the ambulance and strap me in um, so that I would go because I didn't want to miss out and I wanted to keep drinking. I wanted to keep going at the party. I Can I just say, I love you, listener, because that is extremely dangerous. So a bottle of Smirnoff vodka probably has 30 standard drinks in it. Very, it very, depends very, on the very, size very, of very, it. very dangerous. So to have 15 in one snorkel, everyone listening, don't snorkel spirits. Oh that is my just, God, don't, do that not. Is, it's like, alcohol no. can put, you can, you can get alcohol 100%, poisoning and die. 100%. So let's, and then especially if you fall into a road, but at least I mean, it was that wasn't her frogs. fault. 
the falling uh, and I then being swiped back. The out. alcohol, well, yeah. snorkel, <laughs> yes, that did it. I get that. That's yes. the thing. Yes. Everyone listening, and I don't want to be like a grandma here, but we don't want to lose control of ourselves no. when we're drinking. No, you, you have. It's fun to have a bit of a drink and whatever, yeah. but to lose control to the point that we fall on a road. And then, no. for anyone listening that's not from Australia, red frogs are the people on <laughs> that help you. Like they make pancakes in the morning and things. Like, oh, it's really random. I wonder who funds them. I, I actually no. don't know. <laughs> anyway, so it was probably good that that was a red frog yeah, truck, so I'm they sure helped they you. But that help. is just if you are going on schoolies in the next few weeks, please be don't snorkel spirits. Have fun, but don't, Do you know don't take it to the next Nothing level. Nothing ends well if you have spirits. Once you have spirits, everything goes because that's when you start free pouring. Your twenty first with the, one of the oh, was, it, was it your twenty? Yeah, okay. I had like no, fifteen shots of tequila. Your, that was a bit dangerous. Shots. Spirits, it goes down from there. As long as you cruise it. No, but if you're going to have a shot, keep it at one, maybe two in an entire night. Nothing more than that is necessary. Anyone that asks me to try, I say no. (laughs) Okay, next one. Okay, so quick rundown of my schoolies was I lost my virginity on the first night in my single person tent and I didn't have a mattress. So it was just pretty much like the hard dirt floor. Magical. Um, it was really lovely though because the next morning he didn't sleep with me. He went back to his campsite, which is fine. The next morning I woke up and I was a bit later to wake up than a couple of the others and the condom wrapper was just sitting at the front of the my tent so everyone knew what had happened I'm waiting for and this to get lovely in B Sharpie I had version written across my arm and then like a line through it and then I walked past him and <laughs> just trying to hide and I've only seen him once since in town and he didn't recognize me I started dancing behind him and took a video and that's the end of that wait well, didn't you Wait, didn't you say it was lovely? She said it was lovely. I was waiting for it. Well, was, I thought he was going to come with breakfast. And, wait, who put a virgin on her arm and crossed it out? Did he do it? Who did it? I'm confused. Who did that? When she said it was lovely, I was I'm like, he's coming with pancakes. He's going to come with a big bottle of water. <laughs> With the Barocca in it. Can I? I had a lot of fun last night. Let's a go lot get breakfast. Of people want to lose their virginity on schoolies. And that's, it means very different things to yeah. everyone. Look, but it's very, can I? I reckon that would be the most common experience of losing your virginity on schoolies. The person doesn't remember you I the next agree. Day. I agree. But it's good. It sounds like I'm glad she's laughing about it. I'm glad she's laughing about it. I want to know who wrote virgin on her arm and cross <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. <sighs> Hey guys, I once did 21 tequila shots at school leads no. and I woke up in a fountain. <laughs> no! <laughs> guys, don't do Max more two. Max than two. two shots. Max two. This is a PSA. This is this is where Steph and I can be your big assistants for any young, anyone. And know that we are still fun. We <laughs> have had our fun and we still have fun. Are we giving boomer? I'm sorry, that is hospital material. Okay, we need to have a lesson. Yeah. If you're going out, first of all, you don't need to have alcohol to have fun. No. I know I sound like my mum, but it is true. You don't, but it's fine if you want it. Of, co- of course, it, but don't do more no. than two shots. No, it's absolutely not necessary. Shots, it's never going to end well. It's more not. than two shots? Come at me if because your night has ended well. It just also, doesn't. It's it doesn't, so true. It, when? It's so true. When? When, when, when? is it? Like, I've had the best nights at the level of tipsy yeah. that I'm still in control, but I may be feeling a little bit more yeah. free than I usually might. I don't know. Or comfortable. But 
the level, like when I think about all the memories that I've had where it takes it to that next level of drunk, do I have much fun or do I remember it as a positive experience? No, I don't. you know what happened to me last time I did that many shots? Not 21, but a lot of shots. I hope you've never done 21 shots. No, maybe. I don't know. I did a lot of shots. My 18th birthday. I kissed 18 boys. Yeah. 18. And the next time I got (laughs) if you were at room nightclub that night, if you were in my... My view. Mm. I tried, probably tried to kiss you. Yeah. And the next day, got into work at my pizza restaurant, and my colleague said, "You tried to kiss me." Was like, Laura, do you? You tried to kiss me last night. I was like, Why? Why did I do that? And it was because I had too many shots. So yeah. people, yeah, two shots max. True. Have your whatever else you have. Yeah. But don't do more than two shots. And while we're at it, also don't vape because it's really dangerous <laughs> for your body. <laughs> But it's true. Okay, next one. (laughs) I went off to Bali in 2017 for schoolies with three of my besties. How fun. Except I'm already scared to read the rest. Um, Four nights into the trip, we were out partying and met some Balinese guys who drove us home at about 3.30 a.m. We stopped off at a beach on the way back to our accommodation and there was a rock wall running down onto the beach from the road about five to eight metres high. (sighs) Where is this going? One of the girls thought it would be a good idea to try and ride the moped. Oh, But she didn't know which was the brake and which was the accelerator. So she proceeded to accelerate herself off the cliff, down the rock wall, onto the beach, slicing her whole knee open to the bone. That is very... This is where, when she said she went to Bali for schoolies, my mind went straight to drinking and mopeds. Don't drink and touch it. I feel like this has become, like, I feel like anyone listening right now is going to be like like grandmas. But no, this is serious. Okay, wait, this still goes. It's still going. Picture this. It's 4 a.m. Three 17-year-old girls are drunk trying to find a Balinese hospital and come up with a believable story to tell both of our parents and the doctors for insurance to cover as to how our friend (laughs) fell over and cut her knee open so bad she would need 20 stitches. For the rest of the two-week holiday, our friend couldn't swim or barely walk. Mind you, we still made it to clubs every night. And besides <laughs> that, we had the best schoolies ever. We still laugh about it every year uh, when we get the memory notification. Okay. Okay. We don't mo- – mopeds and alcohol? Not, no. It, absolutely not. drinking and driving. Absolutely it's not. very dangerous. And it's also – like Lucky it was just the knee. Truly, it could have been much worse. Nightmare, f- like falling over, cutting myself – in another country, I just I can't imagine why anyone would think it's a smart idea to drink and get on a moped. No, don't. You drink. don't drive a moped at home, no. drunk, do you? So why are you driving a <laughs> moped drunk in Bali? People, like, let's no rules. Yeah, no and rules. Not on schoolies. Everyone, going take rules with you. <laughs> don't leave them it's at true. home. Okay, another <laughs> one. I literally walked from Rye to Rosebud twice. <laughs> if you Google Map it, it's not as close as you think. Eight point five kilometers one way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fair. I effort. just hope it wasn't on the road at night. <laughs> Please be safe, everyone. <laughs> Oscar, is this Oscar? 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 Okay. What did Oscar do on schoolies? Uh, no. What? I had twenty-one vodka shots. <gasps> Oscar. What? what? No, the number twenty-one. <laughs> and vomited in a chip bag, and got driven back to my accommodation <laughs> by the police. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, can I just continue, nothing ends well after more than two shots. I agree. 
I agree. Especially 21. You read the next one. Okay. Okay, last one. This is from Alison. I had my schoolies in 2016 and a big group of us went to Fiji. I thought Fiji was a family destination. I was going to say, what? Okay. But I mean, nice if they wanted to just go and relax with friends. Mm. A few hours after, we were all hanging by the beach and myself and another friend were relaxing on a hammock. That sounds lovely. We haven't had 21 shots yet, so we're doing good. Good. We're doing good. Another friend thought it would be fine to swing the hammock for us. No. He got a bit too into it and swung us so much that we fell off. I fell and and a front flip and landed on my neck. No, 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 no. I screamed. No. Freaking out, thinking I had broken it and was paralyzed. So my friends had to run to the first aid tent and get some help. Oh my God, this is terrifying. I had to lay in the tent for the next two hours until they knew I was fine and didn't break anything as my pain settled and I could move freely. Seven years later, I am still getting physio treatment for it. Oh, moral of the story. If you are going on schoolies, please bring rules with you and don't do any more than two shots. Before we get into this segment, we just wanted to put a trigger warning. Uh, This segment will include discussion of domestic violence, sexual assault and murder. If you need support, you can contact the following services. 1-800-RESPECT is Australia's National Sexual Assault and Family Domestic Violence Counselling Line. Help is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 1-800-737-732. Lifeline also provides free crisis support. Help is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 13, 11, 14. So a few weeks ago, we had Sue and Lloyd Clark on the podcast. We will link that episode in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it, highly recommend listening to it. Sue and Lloyd Clark are the parents of Hannah Clark, who was killed with her three kids by her estranged partner in 2020 which is the the story is devastating with Mm. the work that Sue and Lloyd are doing and the advocacy they are doing around domestic violence and education, which is why we wanted to talk about it today again Mm. and also link to that episode because it is such an important episode and the more that we speak about it, that is how we can make change. Mm -hmm. So since we released that episode, we have had some messages come in from you guys sharing your story. And so we wanted to say, first of all, thank you for listening And then thank you for wanting to share this with you. So we're going to read a few out now. I just wanted to say thank you for having Sue and Lloyd on the most recent episode. I have only recently discovered that the violence I was receiving and continue to receive post-split five months later was coercive control. I found this conversation to be incredibly validating Mm -hmm. and informative and wanted to say thank you for opening up the conversation on this specific type of domestic violence. Hi girls, I love the pod and everything you do. The pod that you did with Sue and Lloyd really hit home for me. When I was 18, I was in a coercive control relationship. I knew the relationship felt wrong, but I didn't know who to turn to because he had forced a wedge between my family and friends and I. The relationship ended up getting so bad after I broke up with him that he would park on my street and follow Mm. me wherever I was going. He asked me to marry him when we weren't even together and had only known each other for six months. I ended up moving to a different city and starting fresh. I think it's important to highlight that coercive control and DV can happen even at a young age and can happen to anyone. Thank you for doing what you do. 
Hey guys, I just came across your episode of Coercive Control in Relationships and it resonated with me big time. I was in a relationship with a woman for nearly a decade and what started off nice and fresh became quite abusive physically, verbally and mentally. It started off by trying to isolate me from my friendship group. I definitely wasn't allowed to talk to female friends as well as constant bombardment of messages, phone calls and even home phone calls to my parents in the middle of the night. And it ended with her hitting me, threatening to hurt me in front of her own family and isolating me from my own family. It was a pattern that slowly built over the years and never really knew the real damage it had done until after I ended the relationship. I found it extremely difficult to speak up, especially being a bloke working in a trade. Mm -hmm. Coercive control is horrible. And what we covered in the episode with Sue and Lloyd around what coercive control is, mm. the education around what it is, is so important. It's because so, important. so often when you we don't have education about what domestic abuse is, yeah. and I suppose what we're brought up to, I suppose, understand what it is, is that it's when... It's physical. Physical. So yeah. it's like being punched in the face. Like yeah. that's what that's what we think. But a domestic violence or domestic abuse is it's there's so many yeah. different elements that come into it. And so what coercive control is, coercive control is when someone repeatedly hurts, scares, or isolates another person to control them. It's domestic abuse and it can cause serious harm. So it's important to know the signs. And one of the biggest signs is it being ongoing and repeated and a repeated pattern of behavior. So it's more mm. than a single act. It is an ongoing and repeated pattern of behavior used to control or dominate another person. Some coercive and controlling behaviors can seem minor on their own, but when they're repeated or continuous, they can cause serious harm. So it's not, and it doesn't, it's not physical, like it can be physical, mm. but in Hannah, Hannah Clark's case. It wasn't until It wasn't it was. until her life was yeah. taken. So the more we can talk about it, the better. And the other thing we wanted to talk about as well that came out in the news a few weeks ago now was the devastating loss of life of 21-year-old Lily James, who was found dead with serious head injuries at the Sydney school where she was the water polo coach. So if you do look at the news and you live in Australia, it's very likely you would have seen this. And her ex-boyfriend and colleague is allegedly responsible. And the headmaster of the school released a statement saying, he was not a monster. Rather, in the last five hours of his life, he committed a monstrous act which he was in complete contradiction to what everyone who knew him observed in the rest of this short life. And the headmaster then went on to describe him as a fine student, a prefect and a role model. And we wanted to read about this because this happens and mm. Tarang Chawla, who we've had on the podcast before, will also link his episode in the show notes. We wanted to talk through how he explained this and it's the good bloke. Oh, but he was a good bloke. Mm. So this person, allegedly he murdered someone mm. and he's being painted as a good bloke. Yeah, 100%. So this is what uh, Tarang said in his post. So what if he was once a respected leader? Men do not wake up one day and just murder women. Men who murder women look outwardly normal but they harbour attitudes towards women that are dangerous when they go unchecked. If we are going to talk about the kind of person this Paul was, let's talk about how men who kill women are not monsters but ordinary men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to share that because I, I was so infuriated mm-hmm. about the media coverage of that 
Mm-hmm. And I thought what Tarang said, he just summarized that so well. Yeah. And what we wanted to finish off this segment with today was a grab from an episode we did with Tarung on the podcast back in March 2022. We'll pop a link in the show notes where you can listen to that. But we talked to him about the shame attached to being a victim or survivor. And if we normalize talking about domestic violence, we can reduce the shame and hopefully create an environment where more victim and survivors can speak up and get support. But more than that, I think when it comes to addressing shame, we all play a part. Like we all, you know, the more that we make it so that it's not something to be ashamed about, the more support there is for our friends, for our families, for our loved ones, and the safer hopefully women and, you know, others will be in their homes. So if you'd like to go and listen to that episode, it's in the show notes and we'll also pop in some resources if you need support. What is it time for? What is it time for? Special share. Lossy, Steffi, what do you want me to? Okay, and everyone else. I have to apologize about. I no, I'm not apologizing about this special share because I've shared it before, but I've become even more passionate about it, and it needed a follow up in case you haven't watched it or read the book, and you're thinking one recommendation wasn't enough, but if I come in with a second one, mm-hmm. you will watch it. Yeah. Lessons in chemistry. Oh, yeah. I. It is this Elizabeth Sott is yeah. my spirit animal. Yeah. I love her so much and I just absolutely love it. For anyone that didn't hear the episode where I mm. recommended it, it's on Apple. It is set in the 1950s and Elizabeth Sott, who is the character, has a dream of being a scientist and it is challenged by a society that says women belong in the kitchen, basically, and she accepts a job on TV on a cooking show and what she teaches mm. through her cooking is just, I I just, I love her. Mm. I want her in my life <laughs> all the time. I wish she wasn't a character and she existed in real life. <laughs> I could be her friend. Amazing. <laughs> I, I, You know what I'm stuck on? What? Because I've been meaning to read this book for the longest yep. time. And now that the show is out and you've loved it so much, loved. I'm like, maybe I'll do it in the same order that you have mm. and watch the show and then still want to read the book to get all the extra detail. Maybe I'll do that. It's just so good. Yeah. And it gets better throughout. Like it's like yeah. the different because things, uh, the big things happen kind of in the first yeah. three episodes and then there's like a new, then a new big thing happens in like the second mm. three. It's just, it's just really good. Okay. So please, that's why I get to do a double special share of it because it is one of the, I think it's the best. Have you finished I, I like it more than Morning Wars. Uh, no, I haven't. It's oh. still coming at one episode oh, a week. one episode obviously a week. if you go now, there's about You've got six. some catching up to yeah. do. Gotcha. So Lovely. highly recommend. I, I Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay, Stephanie, what have you got for us? Okay, so mine is actually a post by Chessie King. Um, for those who don't know Chess, I've, I've been following her for probably eight years and she's a bit of my like pen pal. She lives in the UK um, and I love what she puts out online and something she posted this morning about, or she said it was her winning formula to, to friendships um, in your 20s and 30s and I really liked what she had to say. So I'll play it first and then I'll speak. I think I have the winning formula to friendships in your 20s and 30s. I want you to think of your friendship circle as your makeup bag. You would never rely on one product to do everything. Your friends cannot meet all your needs. Just like you can't rely on your bronzer in the hope that it's going to make your lips look 
plumper. One of my friends I've never really had a night in with because she just wants to go out all the time. So I know that she's my girl to go out with. So start thinking of your friends as your mascara, as your bronzer, as your foundation. They are all going to make up your makeup bag. And what I love about this, that I is think, so interesting. I really I've never thought about it like that. I like it because, and I think it's it, it goes further than you know your friendships. It, I think it's like your relationship too. I think we put all this pressure on like the closest people of, in your life to be everything for you. Mm. Um, and I know we do that in romantic relationships too. Um, but I just I really love that because I think it takes the pressure off those certain friendships. And of course, there is. There's things in your makeup bag that can be multi-use, like your bronze actually can be a really good You're eyeshadow. You're my blush pot. I'm, a, I'm your blush pot? Yeah, because I use it on my lips, lips on and my your cheeks. cheeks and that's my what I mean. eye. So and there my is, eyes. And I don't need anything else some days. So sorry, I do. You're multi-purpose. <laughs> but that's what it made me think about. I was like, there is some friends of mine, as you said, I've had incredible nights out with you, incredible nights in with you. I like to go on long walks with you and just talk. So there is like, there's friends who like you can do multiple things with, like there is pieces in your makeup bags that you can, but then also it doesn't mean that the friends that you can't rely on for everything Mm. else aren't still close friends or that you, you know, and I just loved that. I really loved it. I thought it was really good. So I just wanted to share. Oh, thank you. Love it. Makeup bag. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you for listening, everyone. All of the things that we spoke about, all the details are in the show notes. If you do want to join Steph and I on some movement Mm -hmm. over the next few months in the busiest just busiest time of Still the year. time to prioritise you. Exactly. We are doing it. Yep. And if you want to do that with us, it is a great time to do it because we've got the 50% off for Black yeah. Friday. So you can access it via our website, 50% off for your first month of yep. kick. So it's less than $10 for a month of kick if you want to give it a go. Yep. You can access that in via the app if you download the app or by the website or automatically be applied so you don't need to think or worry about everything. No code. Just just go and, just and join us. We're very excited to have you yep. and so a great thing to take advantage of. Lawsy will be running. I'll be jumping back in the gym. But obviously we have over a thousand workouts, meditations, recipes. There's a lot of variety on there. So even if running or gym strength training isn't your thing, there is absolutely something for you. So we'd love to have you. And we'll be back in your ears on Wednesday, guys. We will. As always, if you have anything you want to send us send us a dm on our kickpod instagram follow us too if you want we would love that okay bye, bye.